This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. The title of this message today, under the... uh under the series of miraculous measures and supernatural supplies, is a thing that changes everything. Now I'm I'm going to have to go, not by your response <laughs> today. Amen. Apparently, uh, you've you've had one of those kinds of weeks like me where. You might have to be a little more diligent where your flesh is concerned so that you can walk in the Spirit. Well, uh, wonderful that today's the Lord, today's the day that the Lord has made and you have an opportunity to start over. Remember, it's the first day of the week, so let's let the first determine the rest. Amen. A thing that changes everything. This day, I'm anointed to announce and I'm authorized to announce and make a declaration to you, harvest is here. And uh, now before you get too excited, and that's something I want you to get excited, then when you do it, say don't get too excited because harvest can be all around you, but unless we rise to reap, the harvest is not realized. How many harvests are not realized because there's no rising to reap? We just presume and assume, you know, a little bird that we can stay in the nest. uh, And, uh, you know, and daddy's just going to go get the worm and we'll open up our mouth and he'll drop it in. Well, you know, there's a time and season for that within the yearly cycle of things. But you know how many... Of you know the purpose of the daddy and mama dropping worms in the open little birdie's mouth is to grow the little birdies up. So someday that the little birdies fly away, build their own nest, and repeat the process all over again. There's a perpetuation, amen, of life. Glory to God. So uh, you, I guess you need to know your own measure where you're at. Amen. Now, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's a good thing to grow up. Amen. It is. You know, uh, I, uh, uh, you need to, though, be in an atmosphere where, where that is the objective, where it's the pastor's objective, where everything we do around here is to, uh, is to birth people into the kingdom of God and then grow them up so there's a perpetuation of the kingdom of God. Amen. Uh, um, you know... Uh, I also, we also need to, we're coming, we're coming into, a harvest is the place where we're receiving what we, be, what we have been believing. Where it's the, the harvest is what has been produced out of what was sown and grown. It's really the ultimate reality check. A time of harvest is a reality check. Amen. Of what's been sown, what's been grown, of uh, we're only going to receive what we actually believe. Now, religiously, we're, we're you know we've separated uh, these things out where we really don't believe that we'll receive what we believe. 
We're just, you, you, you know, we're always believing God. But the same thing, never getting it. Never receiving it. I'm still believing God. Amen. You know, now here's the thing about the kingdom. Uh, Jesus said this, the kingdom now is, is at hand. It's, it's near you right now. So, you know, and, and here's how the kingdom uh, works is that there is the, the, the space between uh, believing and receiving is, is, it's accelerated so it's, I mean, in Jesus, uh, he'd speak it and there'd be. I mean, he came full of seed and he was seeding the, he was, you realize that, that most folks, he was manifesting and demonstrating their harvest. But he was seeding his disciples. So that they would do the same thing, even greater measure because he had, I mean, a perpetuation is a more and a better measure. That everything that he did uh, was to demonstrate and manifest. He was, he was healing Ev so he could seed Gloria. Are you listening? Ev would get it immediately. By grace, mercy, blessing. And he's saying, Gloria, did you see that? Did you catch that? See? Because that's how I do things. Amen? I'm going to be merciful and good uh, to folks are you listening? But I want you to go do the same thing. So every harvest has a seed within it. What's the most important part? Certainly healing is the children's bread. Are you listening? But, uh, you know, but to uh, learn how to operate and manifest and demonstrate the healing. Are you listening? Is uh, now we're bakers. We're, we're grain growers and we're bakers and we're able to, you know. Well, I couldn't heal. Now listen now. He commanded them. He authorized them. And with the authorization gave them the divine ability. He said, go heal the sick. He didn't say, I'm going to go heal them. He goes, I gave you the power. You go heal them. Anyhow, amen. All right. If healing's the children's bread, we have to be interested in, well, how do you get bread? For one person, here's your bread. Are you listening? But for you, here's your seed. Yeah, yeah. Now you can give him bread anytime you want to. And other folks. To. Anyhow. Alright. Man, we gotta, we gotta go. I, I, I would not be in a place. Uh, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't be in a place or under a measure of grace where things were not happening. Where there's not proof and evidence, manifestation, demonstration. Now, you know, uh, uh, this church right now, you know, uh, we, you know, we're in this year, a harvest for this year. And Anderson, Dr. Vickers didn't come in August, he came in September because, uh, you know, the, the, the year really in the kingdom is, is only has uh, three quadrants, not four. There's only three seasons, sowing, growing, and reaping. I mean, for, for people that understand the kingdom, you know, uh, uh, there's, this, there's the, the, the framework of the year that is for sowing. We sow. And then we watch over what's sown and, and 
we believe God, we do our part while God does his part, it grows. What grows? What was sown? Only the seed that was sown. Then there comes into the last part of the year, which is the reaping. Now, when he said harvest is here, all right, let me just break this down in, in our calendar year, January uh, through April. Amen. Uh, and then May, uh, um, uh, May through uh, August. And then September through December. Amen. Sowing, growing, reaping. So we actually are, you know, uh, in a harvest time. Now harvest is what? It's a manifestation and the demonstration of the sowing and the growing. Amen. Well, right out of the gate here, uh, God manifested a $300,000 miracle measure. And supernatural supply. Those things just don't happen. They may just happen for you. They just don't happen for me. Now, we've been believing. Are you listening? Uh, and, and, and tending that seed and declaring supernatural supply, miraculous measures for supernatural debt cancellation. Amen. Well, you know, uh, that's just, you know, the alignment of natural things. No, honey, that's supernatural. Folks, you just don't have favor on your life. Are you listening? God gives us a measure of favor and a supernatural supply of favor where somebody just goes, that can. God can speak to folks. That, God has folks that can. I want to be among the folks that can. Are you listening? Now the folks that can and sow a seed, you, you know, oh, the harvest of that. Oh, the harvest of that in the same measure. What give and it will be given to you again. It shall be given to you. God will make it happen for you. Amen. Glory to God. Are you listening? So we just want you to know this isn't just, you know, uh, uh, yammering and stammering here. This is manifestation demonstration time. And the evidence is all around. You just have to look at it. Well, not just corporately, individually. For your life. Amen. Are you hearing? Praise God. I'd like, I want to be part of a house that's in a miraculous supply. And a measure. That's not just believed, but it's actually received. You know, some of our, our believings is when we receive it, we go, wow, that really works. You really did that. I believed, but now I'm receiving. And it's hard to believe that I'm receiving what I believe. Amen. Uh, I love this about God. God put in uh, Elizabeth and Zachariah's uh, life uh, to, uh, they believed all their life till they were old to have a child. And when the angel appeared, uh, uh, and this was his once in a lifetime, the lot fell to him to actually enter the Holy of Holies. And when he's in there, the angel of God appeared to him. Now listen, and he said this to him. He said, uh, Zechariah, the, the prayer that you no longer pray. Oh. The prayer that you no longer pray now I'm ready to answer. The seed that's been planted and was growing all these years that you actually have forgotten and kind of given up on the dream seed that I put in your heart. I've been waiting for the right time for the 
harvest time for the... Who am I talking to today? For the due season. He said, no, the... Zachariah, yeah, that's right. Zacchaeus, I, I like that little man too. I mean, that boy. Oh, Lord have mercy. But anyway, uh, Elizabeth's husband. In, there are something, now listen now. There are some harvests that will never be realized except when it, listen, except when we're in the presence of God. That's why, uh, that's why, Listen, it's, it's not, we, we, we are beyond the principles. The mythology, the methods, and even the principles, we are, are camped around His presence. For us, it's about the presence of God. Because when people get into the presence of God, prayers that have been prayed that are no longer prayed, grandfather, grandmama prayers, generational Come on now, fitting into the plans and purposes of God are going to be encountered and experienced. And now listen, here's what I came to announce to you today. The release to increase. Release to increase. Now the increase, it, harvest is increase. Amen. Uh, but there has to be the release to increase. Amen. Let's look at this a little bit further. All right. Oh, Matthew 13th chapter, 1 through 17. A lot of scriptures here. I'm going to read that message. At about that same time, Jesus, this this is under a harvest story. Everybody say a harvest story. At about that same time, Jesus left the house and sat on the beach. In no time at all, a crowd gathered along the shoreline, uh, uh, forcing him to get into a boat. Now, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I want to go all the way to the end because it was somebody's boat. Amen. And something happened first in the boat, then something happened in manifestation and demonstration. Anyhow, let Using the boat as a pulpit, he addressed his congregation telling stories. What do you make of this? A farmer planted seed. Say, it's what I make of it. Everybody say this. this. Oh, I love that word, this. Sometimes we think we know what it means, but we don't. But we're, this is the day. Anyhow, a farmer planted seed. As he scattered the seed, some of it fell on the road and birds ate it. Some fell in the gravel. It spouted up quickly, but didn't put down roots. So when the sun came up, it withered just as Quickly, Some fell in the weeds. As it came up, it was strangled by the weeds. Some fell on good earth and produced a harvest beyond his wildest dreams. Now, the purpose of Jesus telling this story was a harvest beyond your wildest dreams. Everything was in support to bring us into the place of a harvest, realizing a harvest, and being able to reap a harvest beyond our wildest dreams. And he said, are you listening to this? Really listening. Say, I'm listening. listening. Now watch me. Every eye on me. I'm listening, Lord. I'm really listening. Do it again. I'm listening, Lord. Put your fingers behind your ears and just scoop them out. 
Don't look at your neighbor. They might have ears that don't feel like they're flat. I'm listening, Lord. No, I'm really listening. Now, the disciples came up and said, what, why do you tell stories? The disciples were really listening. They needed to know. They wanted to know. They were desperate to know. He replied, you've been given insight into God's kingdom. You know how it works. Not everybody has this gift. Say, it's a gift. This gift, this insight, it hasn't been given to them. Wherever someone has a ready heart for this, the insights and understandings now flow freely. But if there is no readiness or any trace of receptivity soon disappears, that's why I tell stories to create readiness, to nudge the people toward receptive insight. In their present state, they can stare till doomsday and not see it. They can listen till they're blue in the face and not get it. Does God want us to not get it? It, all of the above, heaven, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, Jesus came that we would get it. Not just believe it, but receive it. Not just it be in heaven, but it be as it is in heaven, it would also be here on the earth in encounter and experience. Not just in God's heart, but in our heart. Not just in God's hand, but in our hand. Let's move forward. Amen. <clears throat> I don't want Isaiah's forecast repeated all over again. Your ears are open, but you don't hear a thing. Your eyes are awake, but you don't see a thing. The, the, the people are blockheads. They stick their fingers in their ears, and they, so they won't have to listen. They screw their eyes shut, so they won't have to look, so they won't have to deal with me face to face. See, there's, there's this measure now, uh, the, the, many times, uh, you know, you'll see the difference of how people react to respond to the presence of God, the face-to-face of God. Amen. But God has always wanted a dealing with face-to-face. He says, and let me heal them. But you have blessed eyes, eyes that see and blessed ears, ears that hear. A lot of people, prophets and humble believers among them, would have given anything to see what you were seeing, to hear what you were hearing, but never had the chance. Notice this phrase, would have given anything. It's a different measure of willingness, isn't it? Well, Lord, I'd give something. Some folks say, I don't give nothing at all to hear or to see. Some folks, well, I'll give some, 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 something. The something. But he says that those that are, I believe this, the most blessed, the higher measures of blessed, are those that will give anything to hear. I don't know about you, but, you know, to me that just, that, that readiness is what he's talking about. Readiness and receptivity. Readiness and receptivity. He says, I'll tell these stories in order to nudge people to create a readiness and receptivity. He said, if there's no, if I can't find a trace, he said, he said, it, it just, it's just, it just dissipates and disappears. It's just another story. It's just another day at church. 
Just another Wednesday night. I don't need to be out. Just another Bible uh, reading morning that, you know, I've got other pressing matters. Anyhow, eyes that see and ears that hear is a supernatural thing. It's a miraculous measure and a, a, and a supernatural supply. I want to go over to 1 Kings quickly in the uh, Amplified Bible and read this to you. Have we still got time? Have you got some time to hear something? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, I'm trying to get directly there. We kind of went around Alex City around about three times before we could get. Amen. <clears throat> Everybody say the roundabout. roundabout. Say just get there, Pastor. So I can get it. Solomon loved the Lord walking at first sight. First Kings, the third chapter. Solomon loved the Lord walking at first, at first. I love, oh, man. Boy, that would preach a while, isn't that? You know, there was a parenthesis there that qualified this. Solomon loved the Lord at first. But you know, the Bible says there came a time that the love of other things, the love for foreign, stole his heart. Amen. And he got off track big time. Uh, In the statutes and practices of David, his father, only he sacrificed and burned incense in the high places. The king went to Gibeon near Jerusalem where stood the tabernacle and the bronze altar. To sacrifice there, for there was the great, that was the great high place. You know, we're called to live and to go to the higher places. Amen. One thousand burnt offerings Solomon offered on that altar. Not uh, turtle doves, not sheep, not, but bulls. Everybody say the most expensive. The costliest. The most precious. A significant gift. Significant seed. So does significant seed. And it says, uh, in Gibeon, the Lord, at that place of the sowing of significant seed, significant seeking of God. See, God knows whether it's none, some, or all. Anyhow, in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, ask, what shall I give you? Sown a seed. A seed asks for a harvest. Every time, we're just beggars. We don't bring a seed because a seed actually goes beyond Kim just asking. It makes a demand on a harvest. The life is in the seed. God is Lord of the harvest who ministers seed to the sower. When we minister that seed before him, believing him as the Lord of the harvest, are you listening? I mean, number one, it's it's a pleasurable thing to him. I'll show you that pleases him. All right. But it's, it, it's, it's how he does things. It's the perfection of his way. Seed, uh, sowing, growing, and then reaping. Amen. He, he, he wants to, as the Lord of the harvest, to lord a harvest to you. To bring the harvest. The whole purpose of this is a harvest beyond your wildest streams. Anyhow. All right. Don't, don't, there's a thread going through all of this. He said, uh, he said, you've shown to your servant David, my father, great mercy and loving kindness, according as he walked before you in faithfulness, righteousness, uprightness, hearts, heart with you, and you have kept for him this great kindness and steadfast love that you have given him a son to sit on his throne, but I can't live in what daddy did. I'm on my own now. 
I'm standing upright before you. And now, O oh Lord, my God, you were his God, but now you're my God. You have made your servant king instead of David, my father, and I am but a lad in wisdom and experience. I know not how to go out to uh, begin or come in to finish. And I remember Jesus said there have been many people that would have given anything to hear and to see what's been given to you in the kingdom. Your measure. You know, isn't this a humility speaking here? I don't know. I can't. I have no capacity or ability in my own self. I'm at a reality check. Are you listening? Here. Amen. And I need to harvest, so I'm going to bring my very best seed. Now listen, he was specific. He knew what he was asking when he sowed the significant seed. He, was, he, he didn't have to stumble around. He didn't have a list. He said this, Lord, give me a hearing heart. Give me a hearing heart. Now listen, the most valuable thing that you and I possess is the gift from God of eyes that see. Now this, he goes, you're blessed. And here's how that blessing is going to work in your life. Your eyes will see. Your ears will hear. You have been given the gift of a hearing heart. And he said, now listen, now the results of this is going to be this. Because you see and you hear and you're willing to give anything, a significant seed of your life, your time, your energy, your talents, your money. Are you listening? All right, because there's anything and everything before God, and you're, and you're bringing the, it's, it's significant to us. It matters. It means something to you. So it means it matters something to God. He said, here's what's going to come out of the hearing ear. The blessing of seeing what I'm trying to, sh- of what I'm showing, of hearing what I'm telling you. He said, here's what's going to, this is, is going to do what you did not ask for. You're going to have victory over every enemy, every and any enemy. They're going to be under your feet. You are going to be above only and never beneath. You are going to have honor and riches. Beyond your wildest dreams, no one will compare in all of the earth. Your name will go down. Listen, are you hearing? Then he tell Abraham, he goes, I will make your name great. Don't you need your name to be great in your family? That you're the example, that you're the living proof, that you are the letter, that what you believed, honey, you are manifesting and receiving that? God's a healer. Are you healed? Come on now. Well, I'm believing. No, honey. We got to get to a place of receiving. It's harvest time. Now, now, seed asks for a harvest. Now, here's the truth principle, see. Release to increase. It's a two-sided thing. We release to increase, so increase is released. You ought to write that down. Solomon sowed a significant seed to increase. (laughs) 
We're not, listen, if we're going to have the kingdom, you're going to realize it's a seed system. You know, and, and, and God's been merciful, you know, to us uh, and given us an allowance. He wants to give us partnership, a corner office and a salary and bonuses. And you begging for your allowance won't even take the trash out. Look at your neighbor and say, get the trash out, son. Be faithful with just getting the trash out. Amen. Well, see, that's a problem. No, you need to realize that your promotion is in your problem. Solve the problem. Take the trash out. Get the rocks out. Quit letting the devil run a road through your life and steal every seed that, you, that God's throwing your way. Quit, quit. Get the rocky stuff out. Amen. I mean, get all the stuff that's crowding you, hard-heartedness. That inse- Anyhow. Hmm? Get the, the one translation that talks about the weeds. It says the cares and the, and the deceitfulness of riches. That this is what's going to satisfy me more than, than the hearing and the seeing of what God's saying. This is going to, this is, this is, this is going to meet my need. This is going to help me. God says, you ain't ever going to find it in the curse. It's just thorns and thistles and weeds and it's and it chokes out the word of God and you're never going to find it in the world. You're only going to get it with my word. Because my word will produce a harvest beyond your wildest dreams. Now God needs somebody to believe that and receive that and listen and we can outshine the world. They got stuff. We got the good stuff, honey. The more and the better stuff. Was Solomon honored? Did he honor God so he was honored? Was Solomon rich? Oh, honey, God made Solomon rich. The blessing makes rich, and he doesn't add no sorrow with it. Amen. Anyhow, are you ready to read? Release to increase, so increase is released. That's the principle. It's the way of it, amen. It's deeper than you can know right now. Just write it down, then you can... Drink out of that one for a while. Uh, measure true. A hearing heart, eyes that see, ears that hear. That is increase. And it's, of a, and it's a miraculous measure of supernatural supply. Are you ready to read? Now listen, whenever Jesus said this back in um, Matthew. He said, whenever someone has a ready heart for this, the insights and the understandings flow freely. Flow freely. Has a ready heart for this. For what? The seed that produces the harvest beyond your, your wildest dreams. There's a readiness to receive the seed. Amen. For the release of that increase. And there's also a readiness to release. Are you listening? To the increase. So that the increase is released Back to us. You can think on that one for a while. Anyway, significance here. Uh, verse 16, he says, but you, it says, it says this, you have, actually verse 15, you have been given. You know how it works. You are blessed. There is, uh, 
And who he was talking there were people that had sown significant seed of their lives. They'd left all. They were in an all measure. They sacrificed all in order to see and to hear. There was nothing. They, they were willing to rearrange and change, reposition and position. Are you listening? To receive that miraculous measure and supernatural supply of uh, a hearing heart. The capacity, the capability to see what was being shown and to hear what was being told. Amen. Now what did that produce? Same thing it did for Solomon. Everything else. (laughs) Everything else. Amen. And I'm going to end with this. And and, uh, there's more to say about this. Peter, this is all preaching from the boat. And he said more, but they're in the boat. When he got done preaching, he turned to Peter. Thank you for sowing the seed of let me use your boat. I appreciate it. Now, uh, I know the boat's empty. Why is the boat empty? Why was this boat? Well, we fished all night. We hadn't caught a thing. He said, well... Here's what I want you to do. See, because your seed is made a demand for a harvest. You, you sowed the seed, let me use your boat. Can I use your boat for just a minute? I want you to go out there into the deep, and I want you to throw down your nets on the right side. Everybody says on the right side. It's something to be said for doing what Jesus says. It'll always be the right side of things. It won't be the negative side. It'll be the positive side. It won't be the unprofitable side. It'll be the profitable side. It won't be the cursed side. It'll be the blessed side. Amen. Can't say no more about that. But anyway, so they did. And now listen, the harvest of, uh, there was an immediate manifestation and demonstration Before their eyes, are you listening, of what they could know and understand, amen, I mean a a fullness, and did you know the Lord knew exactly, if he knows the hair on your head, he knows exactly how much you can handle to the breaking point, where it's not lost, but what you can manage. It said that it was almost to the place where it was a net breaking, boat sinking, but it said it wasn't quite there, it was just full. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, he filled him up, blessed him. He said, I'm going to show you what I'm, what I'm telling you right now in a manifestation and a demonstration. This spiritual word will produce a natural harvest in your life. Now, the harvest he was after was, you know, because Peter's like, you know, uh, you know, preachers and teachers and you know we ain't made no money fishing we might as well hire the boat to the rascal you know I don't know how big an offering he's going to get I don't even know if he got any money (sighs) amen I mean this is a this is let's make a deal let me use your boat I'll take care of it I'll take care of it he's like you know we ain't got nothing better to do. We ain't got no money anyway. We're broke, busted, and disgusted. Let's let the preacher hire the hall. Amen. And boy, he got a hall, didn't he? And you know what Peter did? My, I mean, Peter, Peter had a change of heart. Peter had... 
You know what I'm saying? I've heard all the preachers. I've heard all the things, you know. This ain't synagogue day. This ain't the Sabbath. This is a work day. And we ain't got nothing, understand? And I don't know if you can do anything more than all the other preachers. And all the other teachers. Last thing I need is you to be out here in my business. <laughs> Woo, glory be to God. Huh? What kind of a measure? What kind? I mean an immediate believing. Are you listening? An immediate receiving of the believing. And now listen. Uh, uh, <laughs> it went way out beyond that. Because in the private, Peter had to been, uh, had maybe even quit praying the prayer that he had been praying. God, if you're real, where are all the miracles? God, if you're real, where is the deliverance of Israel? God, if you're real... Are you listening? How about showing up in my life and showing me some stuff? I'm made for more than this. You know when you come up empty, you, it makes you think, ah, surely there's more to life than just slaving and working and coming up dry and coming up with nothing. This dissatisfaction on the inside of me goes beyond fishing a net and selling stuff at the market. Come on now. I got to want to that God sowed a seed way down deep on the inside of me. I want more out of life. My life's got to matter. It's got to be significant. And he said, now, listen, and it brought about a change of mind. He fell down. He said, you got to get away from me. I am a sinful man. I'm not a believer. I don't understand these kinds of things. Here it is. I've been believing, but in my receiving, it's hard to believe that there's a God who could be so good, that there's a God who would be so real, that you would show up and show out in my very midst, right in the middle of me. Hallelujah. A healing is taking place. God told me to pray. He said, I want you to heal I want you to heal folks today. You know what? Now listen. He said, uh, he said this so they would have to deal with me face to face and let me heal them. Peter had a face to face encounter with a God that said, I don't want you to be afraid. I don't want you to be afraid of what? Of, of dealing with me face to face. I don't want you to be afraid of the measures I'm about to bring into your life. I don't want you to be afraid of success like you've never had it before. I don't want you to be afraid to accept what I came to give you, what I've always wanted you to have, what I've always already provided for you because I'm about to make you something uh, that your life is going to be significant man, I'm going to make you a witness you are going to not fish this way but I'm changing everything with this one thing I'm going to make you a fisher of men and I'm telling you a man realized how sick he really was a man realized how broken he really was a man realized in a moment's time through the goodness of God I don't deserve it I didn't earn it I'm not worthy of it and he cried out of that and the Lord says yes you are I made you I purpose you I created you for this very thing and my friend what I want from you is I'm going to heal you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix you I'm going to bless you. And I want you to be a witness of that. The real reason is not just for you, it's for a witness. Anybody hearing but really listening today? I'm telling you, 
you know, that's right. Get yourself on up. And the Bible says in Isaiah, put yourself. The light has come. There's a new light of revelation. There's an expansion of uh, uh, of are you listening? Of hearing and seeing, light is shining and pushing back the darkness. Hallelujah! But you got to put yourself in it. The people he was talking to that to that day. Are you listening? They heard about Solomon. They heard about that encounter and experience with God. They had the proof of it. Had the evidence of it. Hallelujah. But they needed to realize it for themselves. Yes. It had to be a reality for them. Glory be to God. I can no longer be satisfied in the time of such a great salvation and a harvest that is available to me to just stay in a believing that is not receiving. But I'm telling you, significant seed and action. Are you listening? If I do the same thing, with the right attitude or even with the wrong attitude. Amen? Some of us have got the reason why our ears, our fingers are in our ears and our, our eyes are closed and our heart is hardened is because the devil has seen to it that we've been disappointed again and again and again. He goes, you've been believing God. You've been believing God in a measure as much as we knew how but we're in a new measure we're in a new now with God we're in a God manifesting and God demonstrating his harvest overseas now hear me now listen to me seeds of prayers that you no longer pray See, disappointment, you won't keep the appointment with God because you feel like God has failed you. God never fails. Love never fails. Amen. Even if it's not in your time frame or in your way or in how you thought it should be done. Are you listening? But God's still got it. It says, you know, they can listen till they're blue in the face. They can look... And, and, until and he said but they don't get it I'm going to ask you to be honest with yourself right now what is, the, what is the it that you're not getting what is the receiving are you listening what is the receiving that you're not that is not manifesting and demonstrated in your life does God want you to get it well it depends on this supernatural measure of there's a healing that needs to take place. We're astounded Jesus opened deaf ears. He, he, he opened blind eyes. He healed lives. And, and all of that was outside. Here's bread. All over. Amen. And he's saying to Peter and James and John, now look, 
look. See? Here, see. Here, see. Amen. Their healing was on outside things, but the real healing need to happen in hearts. Very people that he healed and all that kind of stuff with, they still didn't get it. When the push came to shove and more was required of them, are you listening? You know, he said, now, you're looking for outside bread, but the real bread's my body. Come on. The real, the real uh, drink is my blood. And unless you do that, and they go, that's not what we came for. We can't hear that. But Peter and James and John, Peter spoke up again, you know. That's why we came. Where are we going to go? We're going to, we got a hearing heart. I don't understand it, but I'm going to trust you. Amen. I'm going to tell you right now, folks got heart blockage. We shout and, and give glory to God when that heart blockage is, you know, uh, the doctors, you know, get an x-ray or do the angiogram, whatever, and all of that shows, proves that our heart is unstopped. There's a heart blockage. Because if you're not receiving what you're believing, if you're losing ground instead of gaining ground, if it's not increased, honey, it's decreased. You don't stay the same. Let's get that fixed today. Let's have a face-to-face -face with God right now. In all honesty and integrity, look at where you are. Look at what you have, the harvest of your life. It's a, it, it, it can be physical healing. It can be financial affairs. It can be relationships. God's not withholding any good thing, but He needs you to walk uprightly. Stand upright in the favor of God. Let His favor shine on your life. Jesus was announcing, I'm announcing the release to, the, to increase. God has always wanted you to harvest beyond your wildest dreams. And you've stopped dreaming. You don't even pray it no more. You don't even dare to look there. You're just putting up with stuff you should not be putting up with. You have for all of your labor, all night long, you, and that's what he said, all night long. We worked all night long. We got nothing to show for it. He said, let me tell you something. Today is your very day. Because I'm not hiding nothing. What I'm saying is right out here in the open. I'm preaching in the daylight hour of a day of the favor of the Lord. I'm declaring to you, this is your day to get things fixed. And not just fixed temporary, fixed permanently. Oh, it would be such a shame such a tragedy to sit in a place like this to be offered such a gift and to continue are you listening doing this and this and hardening our heart and saying I don't need nothing honey you need everything you need to have a reality check right here your life is a witness you got to get your stuff in front of God let God have it and God use it and God fix it and God make it what it's supposed to be hallelujah thanks for listening to today's podcast we hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word for more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.